All right, so back to whatever story I was telling. You were, three stories I ago. came to tell you. Yes, yeah, so you came in to pick up Penny and you said, hey, you need to prepare yourself. I'm going to marry Matt Frew. That's how you like, said it? Like, real soon. And I, I was know, just I like, so. you literally went on your first date with him last week. And you're like, when you know, you know. And we're about to get engaged. So I wanted you to hear it first from me. Bye. <laughs> I'll bring Penny back tomorrow. That's basically how the conversation went. What's up, everybody? This is Matt here with the Husband in Law Podcast. This is where we share our stories of love, ex love, marriage, ex marriage, divorce, ex divorce, and coming out of a closet that needed to be opened, and so much more. This podcast is for those who are looking to up their relationship game by understanding first yourself and then others like your wife, your husband, and your wife's ex-husband on a whole new level. Welcome to the Husband-in-Law Podcast. Let's get this party started. Okay, so tonight we're going to be recording about the disciplinary council that Steve had I think we should with the church. Tonight. Let's do whatever was next on the timeline. Oh. Should we wait until you're a little more emotionally stable? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because you did text me yesterday, like, that you were not okay. It's true. How are you doing today? I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> that was convincing. I'm fine. Life is just very out of balance right now. It's just all work and nothing else. Like, work and then quarantine. You're quarantined? Well, like, we all are. <laughs> I was just messing that? with you. Oh. <laughs> Steve's face was like, wait, what am I missing? (laughs) (laughs) But my mind went, wait, what does she mean? Like, work quarantined? Like, anyways. Yeah, it's been a crazy couple weeks. What is today? March what? 29th. March 29th. So we're two weeks into this. Coronavirus. What day is it? We're like three weeks in. Two and a half, because I started... Thursday was the day that I thought it got real in Idaho, at least. So Matt and I started, though, the Sunday before that. Okay. When school started being canceled. It's been... So even before school was canceled. Oh, no, this is two weeks. Yeah, you started the week after the Thursday that I'm referring to. Yes. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so even before the school was canceled, Jessica and I had decided... We started. ...that even if school wasn't going to be canceled... Like, we were going to keep the kids home. And then they canceled it, like, later yeah. that day. Yeah. Yep. It's been crazy, though. So we've been trying to get you to come over for dinners and stuff. Yeah. So, Steve, what have you been doing for homeschooling for your child? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. That was, that was a loaded question. I knew the answer to it. People keep asking me that, and I'm like, nothing. I'm sorry. You weren't prepared for this? <laughs> No. And the thing is, like, the week they canceled school. Was the week prior to spring break. Week prior to spring break, and nobody, like, gave us any guidance. And then last week was spring break, and I'm like, all right, this week maybe we'll start doing stuff. The funny thing is, Penny's been doing a ton of reading. She has. So she's been reading like mad, so I'm good with that. And then she she calls my niece almost every day. And my her niece. Cousin. Her cousin. My yeah. cousin. Yeah. She calls her cousin every day. And they. They do have homework. They live in Utah and they've got homework. And so 
they do their math problems together. So Ella, <laughs> Ella tells Penny what her math problem is, and then they do it together and come up with the answers, and then they compare. And they were doing writing prompts and the she other must day. Be, what, fifth grade. <laughs> yes, it is so funny. What's a writing prompt? Like they give you something, you a topic, and you have to write about it. <laughs> That's what I think writing and prompts actually, are. Actually, it was the cutest thing ever. What she wrote in it, it made me cry. What, what was she it? write? She wrote about how she wants to be like me when she grows up, and like it was so sweet. Dude. Have I shared yeah. with you the writing thing she did at that conference, that writer's conference no. she went to? I should, because it is heavy and dark. <laughs> really? Yes. Dark. It That's is. because the writer, I think, wrote heavy stuff, and Penny probably felt like she needed to it keep up with It starts out that. talking about this like this cute family, like she, the girl's the little sister or whatever. And then her mom goes to the hospital to have a baby and the baby dies. Oh. So it's like from the perspective of this, like I don't know how old 12 year old girl or something dealing with her grief from losing her baby sister. And then her brother and her dad go on a trip and they die. Oh gosh. And <laughs> it's basically, it's like from the perspective of a journal entry of this uh -huh. girl just talking about how i don't know just like really deep like things that seemed beyond her like beyond penny's years or yeah. like her ability to understand what someone would be going through in that it was kind of she has read like i was saying though she did read a couple dark books right before that she hmm. kept telling me mommy i don't like these books because she doesn't like that heaviness but i think she felt like well, she had to read them for school or something. And so she maybe that's where well, she's channeling. I asked that her, I'm just like, where did you like tap into like this kind of mm -hmm. sorrow that someone would have experienced in that scenario? Because she got really descriptive yeah. about what someone would have felt mm -hmm. in that. Anyway, I need to bring it over so you can read what'd it. What'd she but... say when yeah, you Yeah, what'd she her? say? <laughs> I don't know. She said, really... you and mommy won't give me another child. Neither <laughs> one of you. <laughs> so I've experienced this in my heart. Penny did try for years and years to convince me I to know. find some way for me to have another kid. Well, she tried to convince you to date women for a while <laughs> yeah, so that did. you would have a baby. <laughs> and then when she finally gave up on that, she was like, well, then maybe we can go to one of those. And she was, I don't know how old, four or five, six. Yeah. She's like, maybe we can go to one of those places where you pick out a baby. Where you and pick out a baby. We can get one. For us, and like I could be its mom. Oh, <laughs> she wants a little sibling to adopt so bad. Her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, very cute. Um, but yeah, I don't produce children, so I got lucky once. All right, so we do have a bunch of new reviews actually, but do we want to just read like two of them? Sure. Steve, this one's actually. It says, love you, Steve, in it. So I feel uh. like you should read this one right there, my favorite podcast. I'm sure once you read it, you'll know who it's from. But Oklahoma Joe, yes. You got to read it out loud, oh. Steve. <laughs> I was just pondering <laughs> Oklahoma Joe. <laughs> this is seriously my favorite podcast ever. Every week after I listen, I feel like a weight has been lifted off my chest. I love everyone's honesty, openness, kindness, vulnerability, and everyone's willingness to get along and work things out. I feel like you are changing the world one podcast episode at a time. Yes. <laughs> I am recommending this podcast to everyone I know. Sending love and hugs from Tulsa. Love you, Steve. Oh. Mm. Thank you. It's awesome. Yes. 
We appreciate it. And do we want to read one more? Sure. I adore Oklahoma Joe. All right, Matt, I'm going to have you read that one right there. All right. This is... Uh... Good luck. <laughs> it, is it dot, dot, dot because that's the way they put it? I don't know. My all-time favorite podcast... Dot, dot, dot. Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it cuts off the title, remember? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, I don't know where you click to be able to see it. I don't either. This is from... Could be Kai C one two three four five or K C one two three four. Anyways, it's her all time favorite podcast. Dot dot dot. <laughs> I'm not one to leave reviews. Neither am I, but sometimes I gotta do it. I'm not one to leave reviews, but I can't not leave one for this podcast. Good job. Husband in law is always my number one podcast recommendation. No matter where you are in life or your situation, I know. Hold on, Jessica's interrupting me. What What are you looking at? You have this one hair that's this like long forehead. This long hair it's growing like out of the middle. Curling out the wrong direction. No, but it's on the other side. <laughs> and I want. To, oh, you got it. Okay, keep reading. All right, sorry about that, Casey. Casey, but I will continue. I feel like I need to start over. Start over. Okay. My all-time favorite podcast. <laughs> dot dot dot. I'm not one to. <laughs> I'm not one to leave reviews, but I can't not leave one for this podcast. Husband in law is always my number one podcast recommendation. No matter where you are in life or your situation, I know you'll get something out of this podcast. How to be a better person yourself, how to have better relationships, any kind, and ideas on how to navigate life situations are just a few things discussed. Not to mention the story behind it all. A beautiful story of love, ex-love, bravery, honesty, vulnerability, and so much more. It's inspiring. Thanks, Matt, Steve, and Jess for being open and sharing your story with us so we can all learn from it. Awesome. I got goosebumps reading that one. That was a good one. It was nice. We really appreciate you guys leaving the reviews because not only... Does it keep us going and doing this? But it also helps other people find our podcast and it really does make a big difference. So please, if you haven't yet, go drop a rating and a review. And thank you to everybody who has done that for us already. Steve, did you want, what are you doing? Nothing. <clears throat> just scrolling on your phone. I just was thinking of something I wanted to add after the reviews. I know. That's what I was wondering if you had something specific you were looking up on your phone. He's just scrolling. <laughs> scrolling I was social. just thinking pondering more your question of when you asked how I'm doing and like what's going on and obviously like you know talking about how life is just out of balance and like I work my tail off at work because we laid off almost all our staff so there's like what little I mean now when you say all of your staff how many people have you laid off right now um 12 of 17 oh so that's so hard and there's the hotel industry so it's super so slow we're barely renting any rooms and are you including yourself in that 17? Yes. So five yeah. of you are left. Yes. Which means there's just one of us at the hotel at a time that does everything for the day. Whoa. Yeah. But there's hardly anything to do because we're renting so few rooms. But Like how many rooms per day? Single digits. We got to 10 the other night and I like cheered. Never, never thought the day would come. <laughs> never thought the day would come that one, I would only rent 10 rooms and two, that I would be excited about it. But a lot of hotels have closed temporarily, okay. of course. Yeah, temporarily. We're hoping That's to bring crazy. our staff back when it picks up again. But So what are you talking Anyway, about? my point was, 
since there's so few staff members, I've just been working a ton of hours and doing all that because there's... Yeah. Anyway, so outside of work, by the time I get home, I'm just like dead tired and we're not supposed to go out and do stuff anyway. So I don't know. It's just, I'm just lacking like social interaction. And the other thing I was thinking is I just feel like devastatingly single. <laughs> yeah. Devastating. What's the right word? No, that's, it's I just, mean, I think that's... It's like blatant. I, like it's yes. very... And what I was looking for was I was messaging someone about this and I was looking for the way she worded it, but she said... Something about during times of quarantine, the perils of being single are much more prominent. Or yeah. <laughs> just so I was just wondering if anyone else listening has felt a, you know, normally I'm totally fine being single. And while, yes, I am looking forward to a relationship, it's not like something that's been like a daily. Hasn't, there hasn't been a void. Yeah. Until quarantine. <laughs> now well, there's a void. <laughs> and that's interesting that you bring that up because I had never, I hadn't thought about that. Because I come home and I come home to my wife. That's our normal. Mm -hmm. And if you're single, like you're going home and you're staying home. By yourself. By yourself. And basically, government has come out and said, <laughs> don't be with anybody. Yeah, because we're in a, what is it, shelter in place status. Or Stay at home, right now. yeah. So only essential travel, only essential businesses. Well, and but, that's <laughs> why I keep telling you just to move into our guest bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just because it's got to be lonely. Well, and Penny, the first week, I think, was really hard, and she really wanted us all together. Right. Can't he just come stay here? I'm like, he could, but, you know. <laughs> but, um, and then I was talking to other people who are in relationships that are now both partners are quarantined. They're driving each other batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like. Am I driving you crazy? No. Well, you're still going to work, so just, <laughs> so you guys, you guys still have your time away. But it was just interesting to me. In fact, several people have said this. Someone else today said, even though I love, I, he was referring to his roommates, not a partner necessarily, but he's like, even though I love them, like we were not meant to spend all day together every day. Yeah, that's funny. <clears throat> and then someone else in a relationship is just like, I so need a break from my husband. <laughs> yeah, go for a drive. <laughs> go, like seriously. The other day, Penny and I went to pick up these cookies, like a cookie kit. And the lady just left them on her front porch. So there's no interaction or whatever. And it was like the excitement of the day to get out of the house and go pick up the cookies. And I was just like, I feel like we need to like take a drink with us in the car, like get a soda from our house and just take it with us. And like, it was weird. <laughs> Some friends of mine posted pictures of them having brunch in their car today there you go <laughs> just because they want to change go the and get scenery out of the house. Yeah. yeah yeah i almost went grocery shopping today not because i need groceries because i have more groceries than i've ever had in my life at the moment <laughs> <laughs> but just because i really wanted to go somewhere and get out of the house and yeah. grocery shopping is one of the few things you're allowed to do yeah the other aspect of this has been a struggle for me is i mean this is what we messaged about last night jessica was how i just I've had a hard time having Penny, even when it's my days to have her. I just, I'm exhausted. I'm feeling so off. I'm like, yeah, just like checked out and just want to go to bed. And, and I have a hard time being around Penny when I'm feeling that way because I know, like, I want to be at my best when I'm with her. I want to be an engaged parent. And I just, I think that, I mean, you just said engaged parent, like just being with her 
for that time. Like that's that's engaged. enough. That's engagement, and I, and I totally get that guilt of, you know, like when I come home from work too. Like I want to like be the fun dad, and but sometimes you're, you're just, just so, tired, or you're stressed you're out, so or you're exhausted. grumpy, or you're yeah. Now, and, luckily, and I think it's really important that the, that children see both that sides. Side. Right. I right. think it is too. I do too. Because I don't, yeah, we don't, you know, we've talked about this. We don't do our kids any favors by sheltering them from what yeah. life is really like. Like, they should know that yeah. when you're an adult, there are days that by the end of a work day, you're just you're drained and exhausted and trying to balance work and parenting and personal and life. And you do, and, like, want to help them during this time to not feel scared and to not feel overly anxious about all of it. Right. But at the same time, you do want them to know there's a reality of, hey, I'm working 10 hours a day. I'm tired. And I'm like, stressed I'm tired. and I'm worried yeah. about the unknowns and the yeah. finances and, you know. Now, luckily, Penny, her favorite thing in the world is to just wear jammies and snuggle on the couch and watch a show together. <laughs> that I can do. And that's pretty much what we've done on the days that I've had Penny. And that's fine. Yep. That's I, totally okay. I lay okay. down on the couch and halfway fall asleep. And she sits on me, which is funny. <laughs> We have like, I rearranged my living room furniture not too long ago. And since then, our like cuddling arrangement for watching shows has changed. Because <laughs> I'm laying on the other side of the couch and she literally just sits right on me now. That <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. <laughs> like on my legs. Yeah. yeah anyway, there's my breakdown of my mental state <laughs> as a result of coronavirus quarantine. Yeah, it's definitely been weird, a weird experience and something to, like, I keep telling myself, just don't be hard on yourself. Like, it's okay. You did what you did today. And that's, that's all you do. Like, it's yeah. fine. I've done some good stuff. I've had days where I've done nothing. Oh, well. I've cried myself to sleep several times. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not because of like being worried about all this stuff, but just feeling like I have failed during Where the day. Was I? You were laying there next to me, ignoring her. Evidently, you weren't asleep. <laughs> oh. You're just in bed. It wasn't like big sobbing, crying. It was just crying tears. Sounds like guilt, crying that you were guilting yourself for not yeah. accomplishing enough or something, and just needing to let that go. Well, and then like. There have been several times that people have posted stuff that say who you show up as during this time is who you really are in life. And I'm like, See, I'm sorry, but. No, none of us are at I, our best when we're like stressed and worried and. Yeah. And I get what they're saying. Out of sorts with like I, and finances and routine. Yeah. And, I understand. But at the same time, I'm like, don't put that on people. Like, it's okay to feel off during this time and at least for a little while to feel off. And then. Figure out how you can engage. Figure out what works for you. But man, that was like really getting to me because I'm well, like, oh my gosh, am I really this person? Well, I like the one who posted in response to that something saying, no, you don't have to yes. finish every house project that's on your to-do <laughs> list. No, you don't have to write the next best-selling novel during this yeah. time. You can just be home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's the thing is I kept thinking about, I'm like, you know what? I'm showing up in the most important ways that I need to right now. I'm like, sure, stuff with the podcast and whatever isn't what I wanted to do or how I wanted to show up, but I'm showing up for my kids and my family. I'm showing up for my husband. And really, that's the most important thing. 
You're showing up for me. You cooked me dinner twice this week. You're letting me use your washing <laughs> machine right now. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Steve so, just showed up to, to our house tonight and threw a bag of his laundry at me. It's true. <laughs> I won't deny it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, something else has changed with all this is just dating. Oh, yeah. Like, you can't. But it's been so funny how the messaging communication has changed. changed. Like, everyone is on the apps yeah, just cause... dying to for some interaction, just yeah. chatting and texting and sexting. And... I was going to say, I'm sure there's a lot of sexting going <laughs> and on. The funny thing to me is that I've heard from people that normally would not respond to me or haven't. Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're just... Like they're out of my league or something. I don't know, but for whatever reason, they haven't been interested before, and now they're <laughs> they're there. <laughs> they're desperate for interaction, evidently. And someone else said that one of his exes reached out, and that they're giving it a second go. Hmm. And uh, there's been several stories like that. I figured just... there would be some of that. Like I'm like I can imagine people who are now either just feeling really lonely. And wanting to go back to that ex or realizing, oh my gosh, I was so stupid for focusing on this dumb thing, man hands. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, <laughs> babe. Good job. That was Elaine. Elaine. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. No, it was Jerry. Yeah, but weren't they having the conversation no, in the George. car? I'm just kidding. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny. Anyways. But, but like it, letting go of some of those stupid things that you hold on to and being like, I really loved this person. I should have made it work and not been so. Anyways, I'm sure it's brought out all sorts of dynamics and relationships and whatever. I know another couple that just broke up uh-huh. and because they're both laid off, can't change their living situation. Living situ- yeah. So and the, <laughs> they, they can't go out and look for housing. They can't go out and like they don't have any money right now because they're both that laid off. Sucks. So they're still living together until this is done. Oh, it's that just would so be rough. funny. All the things that that's affected. Weird things that you don't think about that you never would have thought about. Yeah. Because you'd never imagine this happening. Well, and that's where I think that, like, I don't know. I think people are so like, I'm considered one of the leaders at work. And you own the business. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you might but, be one of the leaders. But people look right now, they look at everything, every single decision that I'm making yeah. right now. Yep. Like with a fine tooth comb and a magnifying glass, like looking in at it. And it's like, this was a, it, it, like really looking at it like, this is really stupid decision. And that's what I well, feel like. It, and reading between the lines. I know right. everything I've done at work has been the same way. And so it's like, they're going to interpret what I'm trying to convey to the whole team and interpret it for their own way. Like, yeah. and not really, I don't know. It's just, it's been really weird. It's been, that would be weird. They're either all in or they're like super skeptical, like of the decisions that we're making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess the point that I'm getting at is we need to have some grace. Yeah, right. for like, sure. This is uncharted territory for everyone, for every single yes. person. And, I remember we were having a uh, a pretty intense conversation in my office with one of one of my team members and my business partner. Basically, I love him to death because he he stood up for me and he said to this team member, he said, "Look, Matt's not perfect. 
So don't look at him as if he's going to have the perfect answer for every single situation. Yeah. He's going to do the best for any situation, but he's not perfect. And I think we just need to have some grace for ourselves. Yeah. We have some grace for the people who we come in contact with every single day. Like this is uncharted territories. We've never, ever gone through something like this. Yeah. So have some grace for people. Yeah. Well, and I loved somebody put out there the other day that never again should we take for granted these people that are carrying us right now. Like the people that are out there still working, like at the grocery stores and at the fast food chains and all of these places, like that sometimes we're rude to or, you know, we feel we're above them or whatever snide things get said to look at them differently from now on for sure. Like be aware of what these people are doing. The because, services that we receive yes, for, the, for the minute things that we're yes. so accustomed to. And they're putting themselves in danger by still staying at work and still showing up for us. And yes, it's I'm sure they're appreciative that they have a job, but still it's just, it's a lot. And something that hopefully does make us more aware of everything that's going on. I haven't smelt so much bleach in my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank goodness you're smelling it because, you know, one of the first signs of coronavirus is you lose your sense of smell. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. You lose sense of smell and taste, definitely. Hmm. Don't quote me on that. That's what I heard. I don't know if that's fact. Cite your source. (laughs) Oh, that's the other thing is like, who'd you listen to and believe? And well, and that's where I've, I, I, Matt's toned out. He isn't. Yeah, I've totally tuned out. Like, I, there's so many now. There's like so many gurus. Like how he said toned out. Tuned out. You guys didn't even make fun of me for that. Well, one. I corrected oh. it and said tuned. I know you did. Um, but I have. I've. Uh, I just feel. <laughs> yes, there are some people who do very well at adjusting to situations. But now I feel like almost everybody on Facebook has something to say and what the right thing to do is. Yeah. And it's like, I got to tune you out right now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's been one of my hardest things with like posting anything right now is just I feel so overwhelmed with all of the different stuff that's on there that I don't even want to get on social media. And then I don't want to be another voice that's like saying, oh, you should do this or oh, you should do that or I'm like, do whatever feels right for you right now. Like, this is... Well, that's what you should be sharing. Yeah. Well, and that's what I tried to say the other day in my one post I made. Anyways, it's been... Yeah. I made a quarantine post (laughs) last (laughs) night. Steve doing the splits. That's right. That's all I had to say. Was I'm bored. And I'm doing doing yoga in my living room. Bored, bored, bored. Bored, bored, bored. Working on my splits. (laughs) Maybe I should post a, That's a video of me doing splits <laughs> <laughs> i would Can not you <laughs> no You're not right gymnast. now yeah but i can't do them right now like those muscles have gone like they're constricted get them back loosen them up they're constricted <laughs> my, my muscles are completely constricted I'll, 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 I'll share some secrets with you that'll help okay off off the record <laughs> <laughs> after, after we record well we're like 27 minutes in now. All right. Look at us Also, do you remember when we were heading down here and said, should we talk about coronavirus? And you were like, no, everyone's so sick of hearing about coronavirus. (laughs) Sorry, we talked about it. No, that's okay. I think it was a good check-in for all of us. Right, well, I just... And it's just real. I mean, it's the reality of everything. Well, that's... And we talk about co-parenting and dating and self... 
you know, state of mind and all those things apply yeah. right now. At least they do for me and they're a little messed up. So. And that has been like a hard thing to also try and figure out with co-parenting and, okay, so who... Yeah, Do we, we keep have changing Steve the schedule. Into our house? Do we, what's the schedule with Penny? What's going to work? And it's kind of been fly by the seat of our pants, whatever works. Right. Day, and but. I have felt weird. Like, it's weird to me that I have to go to work and be around all these exposures. I mean, I'm literally like stripping linens any... off yeah. beds that people like slept in, which just grosses me out. Yeah. But, and then like I come home, but I can't see, go out and see people that are like in my real life. Just like I was around people yeah. all day at the hotel and like. But you're not around a ton of people. I know, not a ton, but like I said, anyway. Yeah. It is weird. It is. It's so a weird then coming thing. and picking up Penny, I'm just like, I don't know. Like, should, is this still safe? Is it not? Should you just be keeping her all week? I don't know. And what I've decided if she's going to keep going back and forth, then it's fine if you're in our house too, because obviously we're all. So I don't know. And you guys are all of, you're the only people you're really, around. Yeah. Except work. Trader Joe's when they yeah, hose store. down the shopping carts. Yes, I love that. At Trader Joe's, when you walk in the door, there's now a greeter who hands you a wipe on the way in the door. Hmm. And on the way out the door, you hand someone your basket who then scrubs every inch of it. <laughs> I liked it. It's good. Yeah. Crazy. It's crazy. All right. Well, we were going to dive into Matt and I dating because that's where we left off. Which we is actually a very short amount of time. So. <laughs> what? It's probably a good thing we filled the first half of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Steve has things to say about how long Matt and I dated. Well, let's get into it. It's true. <laughs> so Matt and I's first, like the first time we hung out was when we, well, like once we. Oh, where, did, where did we the end first talking in our last we talked about, about like going to the park yeah matt invited me to the park and told me how he was never getting married he was done dating he but was the, over it the first time we hung out though was, was before that and we've talked about that, that. yeah yeah i'm not getting serious with anyone ever again for the rest of this week <laughs> it wasn't even yeah. a week yeah. <laughs> it was the rest of the day <laughs> it wasn't so we hung like out that. at the park and then the next day, you officially ended things with Jane. Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day... I was about to say, who? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> the next Aliases. day, he went, like, we are texting some. And you're like, oh, I'm heading out on a mountain bike ride. And I'm like, hey, you should come over to my house after. Yeah, I remember that you this. talked about, and you were right? like, "I'm gonna stink," and I was like, "Which it's I right. usually stink. I like smelly boys. Oh, okay, wait, this yeah. is not the other time you talked about. No, this okay. we haven't even gotten into this. So this was after going to the park. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the next day I broke up with Jane. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. We talked okay, about yeah, him sorry, breaking up with Jane. Was nine months earlier. Yeah. Yes, okay. and then. I was still mountain biking at this time. Yeah, Steve. This is nine months later where we have like chatted a lot, yeah. seen she a lot IM'd of each other. So I did. On Facebook. I IM'd him a lot. <laughs> I also, it's funny because my aunt. And, my aunt. And Matt's, it wasn't actually your aunt. I don't know where you're going what with are you this talking one. About? It was Matt's ex-wife's aunt. Oh. Yeah. Tried to set us up. So my aunt texts me one night. She's like, do you know a guy named Matt Frew? I've been talking with his ex-wife's aunt, and I really think you two would be good together. 
And I texted her back because I knew Matt at this point. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, this is how I feel too. I'm like, if you could make this happen, (laughs) make this happen. He was still dating Jane. He was still dating Jane. So it was funny. Like as soon as I knew Matt and I were going somewhere, I texted her. I'm like, you are never going to believe this. But Matt and I are dating and things are moving fast. And anyways, it was funny. And then we had friends that were trying to set us, like people kept saying, hey, I know this guy that you should date. I'm like, I know I should date Matt Frew. But it took a while. took nine months, which felt like forever, Steve. So there were people in in Jessica's corner like egging her on to just go on full blast. You need to date Matt. But there was really nobody in my corner saying, hey, you should date this Jessica. Except me. (laughs) (laughs) And so the way that she was doing it was constantly, you know, instant messaging me on Facebook. I literally just tried to, (laughs) you guys don't watch, you watch New Girl, Steve. You've seen New Girl. Uh Do you see the episode where Jess is like just being there? She's at a wedding and they're like, just be there to like, she's trying to get this guy. Just being be available, there. Just be there. Showing up wherever he is, wherever he is, you be there. And that's basically what I did to Matt. <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I was just there. <laughs> I remember the there was a, I, it was a tr- the trip to Costa Rica that I took with, with some friends. Uh-huh. And I was going to be gone for a little bit. And I, Ugh, sent, this was the worst. I sent her a Facebook message. No, you sent me an email. It was an email. It was email. an email? Yes. Oh, so formal. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't even remember. How. This is what, what happened. Did say? This is the whole story, okay? I had been out of town. I had gone to Illinois. Illinois, to Iowa. Dating to go, yes. This guy that I had been chatting with for months, whatever. From onlyfarmers.com. I, <laughs> that's not true. I went out there to meet him and stayed with him for the weekend. And... It didn't go how I planned. Super nice guy. We had a great time. Why didn't it go as planned? What happened? He just a very slow, methodical mover. This is the guy that married my friend later on. Yeah, okay. So I came back. I got stuck in Colorado. And so I was like, I'm extending my flight. Like, I can't get home for a couple, for till tomorrow anyways. I'm extending my flight two days. I'm going to Colorado and staying with some friends. I stayed in your old hotel, Steve, down there. And hung out with people and it was really fun. But I'm in the hotel room. I remember this so clearly. I'm in the bathroom, like (laughs) getting ready. And I get this email and it says, hey, I was wondering if you would. (laughs) And it's from Matt. And I am like, yes, finally. And I was like upset. I was so upset because this like things had gone to crap with this guy and whatever. (laughs) And then I get this email and I was stoked. I was like, yes, this is finally going to happen. Saying I was wondering if you would. Teach his class for him on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) While he was out of town, he wanted me to teach his Sunday school class. And I was so mad. I was so mad. I was like, yes, I will teach your class. (laughs) But I was like, dang it. Like, I literally think I probably started crying because I just had it. I was, I was a good so copywriter. Done. I was so, apparently, so done with dating. And it's funny because this was in March, and you and I finally started dating uh, mid-April. And so it was like getting close yeah. to us dating, but I was just so ticked off. It was funny. Anyways, 
Matt and I started dating. He broke up with Jane on Monday. Tuesday, he came up to my house. After mountain biking. After mountain biking. Wednesday, y'all were Steph married. May was there. Oh, yeah, you guys were... <laughs> Steph May says sewing. she's my good luck. We were up mm. there sewing, and then Matt showed up, and she's like, I'm out of here. Like, all excited. I wonder why she, like... I was totally fine hanging out, like... Oh, no, she wanted she wanted to give us the space, man. So what were you telling Steph May then? Oh, I she knew the whole thing that I... That her been evil trying, plan had worked. That I've been <laughs> trying to date you, <laughs> that you finally broke up with your girlfriend. And actually, at that point, I don't know if I was 100% sure you'd broken up with her. I just assumed you had. And then we came up and you, we talked about it and watched a show and you made out with me. <sighs> I didn't make out with you. You made out with me. Yeah, right. <laughs> I didn't think you were going to put a move on because you weren't like holding my hand or anything. All of a sudden, you're like making out holder. with me. Am I? Am I? <laughs> Steve and Matt are now holding hands. <laughs> or at least no, Steve's he trying. <laughs> Steve's trying to hold Matt's Matt, hand. <laughs> Matt wasn't into it. It's true. He's not a hand holder. <laughs> that confirms it. <laughs> Anyways. And the rest of the week kind of went like that. You put a movie in. So? That does, <laughs> that's not like the so, universal sign for let's make out. Steve, come on. Help me out here. When I invite someone over for a movie, I want to actually watch a movie. <laughs> really? But I know no one else. For everyone else in the world, I'm when you need, say, hey, come over and watch from, a movie, it means somebody, let's somebody, get busy. Or all you people listening, message where do you, us. Where do you think Netflix and chill came from? Come on. Jessica didn't know what that meant until like <laughs> two days ago. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, so Matt I think came she over. put the move on me first by putting the movie in. And then literally that went on for a couple of days, and then I was kind of like, "Are we ever going to go on a real date?" And I was like, "Oh yeah." Uh... So we did go on a real date. Yeah, that's fun. That was fun. I get in Matt's car. Picks me up. He's driving an Element. Honda Element. We're driving around. And there's this like... Sloshing. Sloshing sound in the back of the car. This is one of the first things I remember. And I'm like, what is in the back of your car, man? <laughs> like, what is this sound? <gasps> he had a <laughs> cooler full of stuff that he sold at work. Yeah. The vending machines at work raised their prices. And I was all over it. Opportunity. I was so all over Matt it. showed up with his own vending machine in the back of his car. So he shows me he's got like soda and candy bars and chips. and They raised it five cents on the soda. And there wasn't really a good candy machine. It was just like Skittles, you know, for 25 cents. Everybody know, was ticked. And so, so Matt offered variety and value. Absolutely. <laughs> Still back, does. Back at the lower price. <laughs> 50, 50 cents. Wow. And I brought in candy bars, like, you know those Hostess pies? Mm -hmm. Those killed it. That is so funny. Yeah. Anyways, we went uh, rock climbing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even remember. <laughs> we so, went rock climbing up at Table Rock, just like, what is that called when you don't use it? Bouldering. <laughs> bouldering, thank you. Yeah. What were you going to ask? I was going to say... When I was dating in college, my brother told me 
I took one of your friends out on a date, Jessica. Yes, I remember this. She, did, she told me about it. She was not into me. No, she was and not. And when you married me, she was me, very she's not. Like, yeah, she was. You're marrying him. She was super weirded out <laughs> that I was that you and I were dating and yeah. Getting she married. made it very clear that yeah. she was not feeling me. Yeah. But so thank goodness I'd followed my brother's advice, which was for a first date, take a girl rock climbing because even if the date is miserable and she ends up being a dud, you still get to enjoy an evening of rock climbing. (laughs) There you go. That was my plan. (laughs) (laughs) So just in case Jessica was a dud. I think at that point. Did she ever say why she didn't like me? I thought it was something to do with your laugh. (laughs) Which is so weird. Whoa. (laughs) Let me stop right there. I don't remember. I don't know she either, was very but... particular, I think, she about was very what she wanted. Yeah, and I and really loved her. She's, I loved her, but yeah, I, I could see I dating. It would be different. Either. I mean, I was gay. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't your type. No. <sighs> Anyways, anyway, carry on. So yeah, we so... went rock climbing, and then we went out to dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hyde Park. Yep. Where, no. where in Hyde Park back then? What was there? It was the. It's still there. Thirteenth Street Pub. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was good. And then we were together like every day after that. I remember Sarah's birthday was shortly after that. And I went. Did I buy a drink at that? Or did I just get one from the back of my car? (laughs) (laughs) No, one of the things I do remember is I liked that you, when we first started dating, is you would pay for parking. You wouldn't just drive around all over downtown until you found a free parking spot. You would just pull into a garage and pay. And secondly, you bought appetizers, which I loved too, because I dated a lot of guys who just like, we would park clear by the library downtown because they didn't want to pay for parking. I'm like, come on, it's 2.50 and you're on a date with a girl in high heels. Like, come on, I dressed Mm. up, which I didn't care. It was fine walking, but still like Like, little things like that. I am worth 2.50. Dang straight. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't matter. Like, I would have been good, fine. Good, good call. But it, it is like a little thing that it showed yeah. you, yeah, you were willing to put in some the, effort. Uh, some some money. effort. And, and you're it didn't... like an adult who is yes. independent and has money. Yes. <laughs> not and not like... that you need to have tons of money. I didn't expect. No, but there's something like, to be said for yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Anyways, I remember those couple things. I also remember after that date asking you, is this going somewhere or are you just like, making out with me for fun. <laughs> and I basically got that response. He just rolled I his just eyes rolled at my me. Eyes and and were you like, dude, it's been like three days. Chill. No, no I was like, <laughs> he said, dude, I've known you for about nine months. Oh. No, your response was, I'm not just going to make out with some chick in my ward and then ditch her. <laughs> like, I'm- Outside of the ward, maybe, but in the <laughs> ward, that's a deal breaker. It is a little different, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> so that at that point, I knew we were good. Yeah, we are good. <laughs> Anyways, it was Sarah's birthday shortly after that. Yeah, it was. And you guys came in and, and ate lunch at my restaurant. How old what number of birthday? What, how do you ask how that month, How month old birthday? <laughs> how, how old she was. <laughs> can I pet that dog? <laughs> now can I pet that dog? <laughs> uh, you know what I was asking. How old was Sarah turning? She was four? Four. I, okay. I think four yeah. or five. Yeah, because Penny, I think, was three. Yeah, it was four. When we got married. 
And uh, yeah. So I took her into- You guys came to my restaurant. Jessica's restaurant where she worked two hours a week. <laughs> three. Three hours. So we took up an hour and a half, half of her, half of her uh, shift. And yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So then I went to Sarah's birthday party too, which was at Anne's house. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I met Anne's family and I met her husband and like everything. And yeah. I remember just thinking, this is going to be so great. Like yeah. we can all get along. Little we did you know. <laughs> we can all be together. And that was like what I wanted so bad yeah. was if I was going to marry a guy with kids, I wanted to be able to have the type of relationship that we have with Steve with this other part. And so I was so excited going to that party that we did this. I remember we had, we had hamburgers and hot dogs. Hamburgers and, and hot dogs. Lots of Doritos. I remember Doritos. Met, important, like literally, important details, Matt. Literally like a lot of her family. <laughs> yeah. Almost all of her family was there. Okay, wait, so is this when you were meeting Anne or just Anne's family? Meeting Anne I, and the family. Oh, so did this you, was the first time you met I Anne. I think we met her. Yeah, you met Anne at the gym, I think. If I remember correctly. I don't know. Anyways. Did she have the kids there or something? No, she would go to the gym. I don't know. But yeah, I think I'd met her like in briefly, but this was the first time like engaging and spending time together. And um, It is really interesting though that your impression was, wow, she and I could totally yeah. have a good relationship with this. I go was somewhere with so Matt, excited. I'll be able to have a good relationship with his ex. Because I totally, it like put me at ease. Like, yes. This is going to be good. Yeah. All of the pieces are coming together. Everything's working out. We're going to, it's going to be good. It'll be fine. Yeah. So yeah, that I remember that. And then we did have Cinco de Mayo and you, <laughs> you were supposed to be there. A bunch of my friends were coming. They were all excited to meet you. And then Hank ended up getting stitches. Yeah. He uh, ended up, he was on a, a glass table, one of those glass patio tables. Mm, that's, and, a, that's a good start. Yeah, yeah. deciding right to chisel it with a yard tool. That's a great next step in that yeah. scenario. <laughs> and so he's like banging on this glass table and ends up going through the table and going through the table. And Never would have thought. <clears throat> yeah. So he got stitches and then you guys came yeah, up. Yeah, so I rushed from work to hospital and then hospital to my house. Where we had Taco Bell. We had Taco, Taco Bell, Bell. yep. <laughs> so that was the beginning of Matt and I dating. Cinco de Mayo parties is a tradition that went back to our It was. Cinco de Mayo. And it was coming up. Was the same and friends, Phil were there. Yeah. Uh -huh. It wasn't all of the same friends, but Tara and Phil were there. I they feel were like we need original. to have a Cinco de Mayo party. Let's do it. If this well, coronavirus goes away. <laughs> we'll see, yeah. So yeah, but we, I mean, like literally two weeks in, we were talking about getting married. So it was very fast. We had been talking about going on a trip to Guatemala. And then after I like thought about it rationally. Let's was, make it our honeymoon. <laughs> yeah. I was like, listen, I really don't feel like I should go on a trip with you until we're married. So either we're married before this trip or the trip needs to So she to gave wait. me an ultimatum. I didn't give you an <laughs> ultimatum. I didn't. That is not how it went down either, and you know it. We go on the trip to Guatemala or we don't, or we go and we're married. Yeah. You and I both agreed on that. Either it's a honeymoon or it's not happening. Well, we just postpone it until yeah. It was literally 10 days. It wasn't 10 days. 10 days from your first date until you said to How me, do you know? 
because I vividly remember that moment when Crapping you told your me. Crapping pants? <laughs> not, I didn't crap my pants, but I spiraled down <laughs> real quick. You came to pick up Penny at my apartment. Oh, uh-huh. Which was my old apartment. apartment. <laughs> yeah, we should get into that at some point. So we I ended up with but, a free place to live. So I never paid for rent when I was single because we were foreclosing on our house or short selling our house. And then that money came through that I've talked about before from the realtor. Mm -hmm. And then right when that money was coming to an end, a month before that ended, one of my mom's best friends from when I was growing up called and said, hey, I was wondering if you and Penny would want to live in my house for free. Because she was moving to California to take care of her dad temporarily. And so in her house. I moved into her house and Steve was able to take over my lease, my old apartment. So yeah, because, literally we just Because I couldn't swapped. cancel, we couldn't cancel your lease, but I could cancel mine. Yeah. So I canceled mine and moved into yours, which was funny because all the neighbors, because you were in like the, <laughs> it was like the it, that that apartment complex, it had like the single moms club. Yeah. Oh which yeah. I, which was awesome. I loved those women and it was so good for you. It was just yeah. lots of single moms with kids around Penny's age. And then Steve just took over But they my were spot. all so confused when <laughs> like I got asked several times by confused neighbors who were like, so I see the same Daughter. little blonde haired girl coming and going from the apartment, but her mom is gone and you were here. I just, I'm, I'm really, and I'm like, yeah, she moved out. I moved in. Stranger danger. Penny stayed. <laughs> yeah. just, but, she just came with the lease. And then we would go to the pool all the time. And, and every totally... Saturday, Sunday, the whole neighborhood was down at the pool. And I just like, it was really funny how I just stepped right into the void that you left in the single, As, single mom's club. I believe it. And those ladies were great and so welcoming. And we just <laughs> had a grand old time every weekend at the pool. Anyways, I came and yeah. told you. Tell me what. What was I telling? If you hear a weird sound right now, it's Steve's laundry. Oh. It's the laundry. You hear that? Yes. Sounds like a helicopter landing. It's because you put it on heavy duty. Yeah, it was an hour (laughs) hour and a half cycle. Good grief. All right, so back to whatever story I was telling. You were, I came to tell you. Yes, so you came in to pick up Penny and you said, hey, you need to prepare yourself. I'm going to marry Matt Frew. That's how you like, said it? Like, real soon. And I, I was know, I just like, so. you literally went on your first date with him last week. And you're like, when you know, you know. And we're about to get engaged. So I wanted you to hear it first from me. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring Penny back tomorrow. That's basically how the conversation went. And I just like, things started spinning. Tunnel vision. <laughs> what just happened? I was just real overwhelmed and mostly just really worried for you. I was just like, what the yeah, heck? What, what was the biggest thing that was worrying you? I was really concerned that you were jumping into a relationship with someone that you didn't know well. And I was like, clearly it was not my place to offer any input on the scenario. Like, but I was also concerned about Penny. Like, right. I knew you from mountain biking, but not well. Right. Like... I wasn't ready for any guy that I go mountain biking with to just all of a sudden be a stepdad of my child that she's going to live with half the time, you know? So I was just really concerned. And, and, and kudos to you, Steve. For biting my tongue. For putting <laughs> so much trust in oh, me. Yeah. yeah. You did bite your tongue. I mean, I know you brought up a couple concerns and whatever, and that was fine. Not I right appreciated it. No, I, but you. I thought it through, and at some point yes. I did say, look, I have got to. And I was just yeah. like. I know I don't have input on your dating life here, but like, 
on our daughters, I absolutely do. And I just, and out of concern for you and concern for her, like, my advice was just, slow like, down. slow down because you have seen, and she's like, I know Matt, I know who he is, I know what he's, and I'm like, you know him in so few, and like, have you seen him when he's super stressed out? Have you seen him when he's angry? Have you seen him when he's, ha- you know, when he's, like, you've seen him in so few scenarios, you only know Matt in falling in love stage, dating stage, like, you need to see him in a hundred other ways before you really can say you know him, and anyway, I was like, I offered my two and cents. And that's a legit concern. Yeah. So I offered my two cents, and then and said, do what you want to do, but Jessica took those two cents and threw them over the fence. Threw them <laughs> over the fence. <laughs> yeah. Basically. I seriously... But I did trust you. Like, yeah, you did. And I appreciated that because I knew it was it a was, lot very quickly. And it was important for me to support you in moving on, however yeah. you saw fit. And and I was glad that it was with someone that I knew. And, and I think this is part of the point, too, is people we've talked about, you know, well, why did you show up for Steve the way you did? And why all of these different <clears throat> things are, like, why did I get to know your boyfriends? And I really wanted to show that I trusted you. And I wanted you to feel that, like... I wanted you to know it. I wanted you to feel it. Because that comes back around to when you put that trust into me. And that feeling of, okay, she's shown me all this trust. Now is the time that I need to trust her. You know? And I think that's kind of how that went. I really used to make fun of people who got married after, like, two weeks. Or, like, engaged after two weeks. Most of them, though, it's more when you don't know the person. And then you, like, meet them one day. And two weeks later, you're married. And whatever. And I get that you two had been in each other's lives for. But I also understand what you're saying. Months. It was fast. It yeah. was very fast. We were engaged. We actually got engaged officially. Matt gave me the ring on your birthday that year. Boom! Timed it perfectly. <laughs> and I remember thinking, out I... with the old husbands. <laughs> It's like I can't tell Steve this that until was not tomorrow. Planned, by the way. I had no how, idea it was Steve's How many birthday. old months I was turning. <laughs> how many old months I was turning. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no matter what birthday was. Uh, but yeah, we officially got engaged on Steve's birthday. Yeah. And I love my wedding ring. It's awesome. But like I don't remember we can go into more details of us dating yeah. next time. But yeah, it was fast. It's very fast. All right. Anything else you guys want to say before we wrap this up today? Uh, no. It was fast. <laughs> Use hand sanitizer. Use hand sanitizer. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do your laundry when you're recording a podcast. Yeah, but do your laundry. <laughs> Let us know if you can hear that. I guess we'll be able to hear the podcast and listen to you if we can hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Yay. We're in quarantine. Just get special. All right. Have a good week, guys. All right. Guys. Thanks, everybody. Hey, everyone. For the takeaway this week, we just wanted to really let you guys know that it is so important to love yourselves. We change. Our bodies change. Things change. And so we got to learn to love ourselves in a new way, no matter what phase of life. And don't let anybody tell you where you should be at or what you should be doing. You pay attention to what feels right for you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go share it on social media. Take a screenshot, tag husband-in-law. And if you have a question, go to Apple Podcasts and put a rating and review and write the question in the review. We will be sure to answer it for you. 